0: So this podcast is recorded in a house with animals inside and out. The good news is the baby chickens have moved into the coop. This is their first night in the coop. I, I'm having empty nest, kind of literally at the moment, but we'll, we'll deal with that. Uh, there are also dogs, cats, frogs, and toads, and now apparently salamanders. Yes! So So there's that. I should also mention that while we try to keep things PG-13, we swear a lot, and iTunes only has two settings clean and explicit so we have to market explicit because we're going to drop some f-bombs in here i know i'm going to drop at least one it happens so you know parental guidance is suggested but it shouldn't be you know naughty or anything sorry that's our other podcast welcome to productivity alchemy episode 49 and we have a house guest this week that is not our normal house guest Right? Well we still have the normal house. Well we well, yeah, Liz is still here because Liz is 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 still in the process of finding a place in North Carolina. Yes. Uh but today we have uh Sean McGuire in the house and in the studio, the new and ar- arranged studio. And we're gonna have an in-depth conversation with with Shannon later on. Um at the moment, let's just go with the uh how am I productive this week? I've been really productive this week right up to last night. And last night I fucked up. See, I told you I was gonna say that. Um, last night I missed an alarm. We had a customer outage that I didn't respond to. And what do you do? You own up to it. Anybody who's like, oh, well, it's this fault. It's that fault. Nope. I know exactly why I didn't wake up. I know exactly why the alarm didn't go off. I've corrected all of that. We're taking steps to make sure that it can't happen again. But there comes a point when you make a mistake, you just have to eat crow. You have to eat that humble pie and own up and say, yep, I screwed up. Here's what I'm doing to fix it. Not, I screwed up, but this is why it's not really my fault. Or I screwed up and, or I'm sorry you think I screwed up. Or I'm sorry you have a problem with how I did this the right way and it's just your problem. Don't. Just stop. Stop. That's what gets people in trouble. Am, am I right? I, I think mean, so. Yeah. yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. So, um, That has been like the overwhelming focus on my day. It's been, you know, just dealing with that, getting everything cleaned up, making sure it doesn't happen again, and then setting some things in place to make sure that the actual problem that caused that mess um, never happens again as well. And we have monitoring around that. And that is the other thing you have to do is not just ensure that your behavior changes, but if it's something that's preventable. Do everything you can to make sure it doesn't, whatever the mistake was, doesn't happen again, that you can't get yourself into the situation where it can happen again. And now I'm taking this on personal responsibility. I want to say that there are things that you may blame yourself for that are not your fault. And we all know they're not your fault. Except maybe you. Except, yeah, except, except that one, that one person in the corner. You know how you are. Um, because the person who is really at fault has made you feel guilty and has made Themselves into the victim, and it's all your fault, not that they could have possibly done anything wrong, and they are being unfairly prosecuted, et cetera, et cetera. We all know that kind of person, um, and part of my growth has been to uh, was to grow out of that many, many years ago, and I'm working really hard to make sure that I don't ever become that person again. And I know people who are like that. It can't possibly be my fault. I'm so sorry you're offended for whatever reason. Um, but you know that's that's been just like the overwhelming focus of my day. Um, on to our wombat test subject. Yes, because I'm excited to get to uh, to in to this week. I'm sure you are. Yes, too. and as
1: soon as you interview's done, we get to go look for more salamanders. There so you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did I do this week? Um, I honestly a lot of it is kind of blew, blew. oh yeah, I tried to do some con prep, and that uh, that was going very well until the printer died permanently and forever. So I was like, okay, what can I do to fix this? And and of course it is discontinued and if you want to refurbish it, it's like tearing apart an engine and rebuilding it. And at that point you've spent more money than a new printer because this is how printer companies get you. Uh, I thought
0: they got you a thing.
1: They also get you a thing. It's it's just a lot of getting. Everything is got. Um, You are perpetually got by the printer company, but they have you kind of between a rock and a hard place because it's not like I can just crap prints. You know, I, yes, I this require is very a true. Specific technology to make it work. And I can't just go to Kinko's because Kinko's does not meet my standards of. Exactly
0: and your standards are, are very, very specific. Even a little tiny flaw in a print you do yourself. And the whole thing is, is ruined one pixel out. And you're like, Nope, that one's now display only or scrap.
1: Yeah. Uh, Or I occasionally be, Kevin, tell me if you can see anything wrong with this one. He's like, no, it's fine. I'm like, there's a thing there. He's like, no other human on Earth will know this. Frequently, I still pitch it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I know. I'm The one who takes out your trash.
1: (laughs) But anyway, uh, yeah, so that's what I was doing was a lot of con prep, uh, getting stuff ready. And then that got sidelined by having to order a new printer. So... Uh, I know I made some word count, word count good. Um, Word count good. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, honestly, everything is a blur because then Sean showed up and we've had a whirlwind tour of frogs and we went driving around back roads today looking for turtles and found many of them.
0: See, now we would normally be looking for Pokemon, Pokestops with Pokemon Go. You were actually looking for real world things.
1: Well, yes, and, and in fairness, if we were looking for Pokestop, we would slam on the brakes if we saw a turtle as well. Because, That's fair, yeah. You know, or not monsters, but uh, we were specifically hoping to find turtles because Shannon is a herpetologist and uh, among many other accomplishments and wanted to see turtles that she did not have in her neck of the woods and, and by God, I even found her a snapping turtle. I'm Gotcha. Yeah,
0: no, that's, yeah, and you came back with all, okay, everybody has your f- fingers, show me fingers. <laughs> yes, and Okay. She picked yeah. it up
1: with her bare hands, uh-huh. but it was very small.
0: But it's Shannon because who also has the, the same weirdness vortex you have.
1: Yes, and, and we're never entirely sure if it completely cancels out, the if the two of us go will have a very normal day, because you know that, like, the cyclone meets the counter-cyclone, or if it just, uh, suddenly there are rains of frogs
0: we really don't need that sort of biblical event uh, around the house. Well,
1: if it was frogs, Sean would be happy.
0: That's fair. Yes. That's fair.
1: And I finally found her a Toad. We could not find any damn Toads for like two days, which was astonishing because this place is wall-to-wall goddamn Toads. And, uh... They were hiding. They were, but we found one. It was loose in the kitchen earlier. Um, Mm -hmm. it was, it was recaptured. Uh, it had an adventure and, uh... It was very angry. Yes. Uh and uh and there was a period of today when i was driving around with john and with her lap full of turtles and
0: so yeah this is this doesn't see that's the thing is if it were anybody else i'd be like goodness that seems like exciting i'm just at this point it's i'm so numb i'm just like (laughs) sounds like a thing that would happen yeah mm -hmm."
1: yes uh uh Kevin is as frequently, if I am driving, is the person who I'm like, go get that out of the road, and has moved more than his share of sliders. Yes, I have. Uh, yes, and-, and one
0: very angry snapping turtle.
1: Yes, who? Who?
0: He tried to take the uh, the tip off of my steel tip boot, and uh, that didn't go well for the boot or for him. Yes, but my toes were fine, and that's the important thing. So he was the got turtle. Out of the road, and yes. he got out of the road. Yes.
1: <laughs> so that's basically mm-hmm. all I've been doing. Nothing. Nothing super exciting. Nothing. No. Nothing new. Just get this mm-hmm. done, get this other. and I finally followed up on a thing I should have followed up on certain weeks ago, and I'm feeling guilty, and they thought I was dead, but I wasn't <laughs> the only person, like, involved, so they were like, oh, we thought you just kind of drifted up. I'm like, no, no, I can still do the thing if that's what you want, and I was feeling guilty about not having that sooner, but, uh, uh it's all taken it's, care of. And, yay! <laughs> so, now it's, you know, back to working.
0: And- back to working. Well, you still have, you, you have at least one adventure with Sean and left this week before you go back to working, but yes.
1: Yes. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a lot of my next month will be basically consumed with con prep. Yeah. Cause we've, we've got
0: Anthrocon coming up. Um, r- reminder folks, uh, Ursula is the guest of honor. One of the guests of honor at Anthrocon. In July 4th through 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, I want to say. Hold on. I don't
1: know. I knew it when I was hiring the center.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's the important part. Yeah. Uh, Um,
1: Anyway, uh, that weekend mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh. Yes. Be there or be somewhere else, hopefully having an excellent time Mm -hmm. as well.
0: Yes, I'm seeing some of the... They're starting to post the schedule. So, um, some of the events... You have a panel with uh, MCA Hogarth. Yes. Where the two of you talk about... I forget what it said, but Uh, things.
1: I I think just try to convince people we're not the same person. Uh, Okay. I've had people give me very moving heartfelt thanks for the panel I did that I was on with her. We've never been on a panel together and it was always her giving the panel (laughs) and they have thanked me so much for how I touched their... and and they have also occasionally thanked me so much for books that she has written and they have thanked her for books I have written. So we, we...
0: yeah. It doesn't
1: help that we independently dyed our hair like the same way. Oh. Uh with the black, with the red. Mm-hmm. And,
0: yeah. Yeah. So So that's that's uh that's our neck of the woods, and when we come back, we're gonna sit down with Sean and Maguire. The- Hi, folks. Uh, As previously mentioned, I am here with Seanan McGuire, author, uh, songstress, um, chaser of toads and terrapins down highways. I'm sure there's more. Seanan, welcome to the show. And can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do?
2: Hi, I am Shannon McGuire. I write way too much in basically every format you can come up with, uh, ranging from novels to structured poetry, which I am overly fond of. Uh, Kevin is not exaggerating about how many amphibians, reptiles, and other oddities I am willing to peel off to go chasing on an average day. And I'm <laughs> mostly productive so that I have time to go to Disney World because my priorities are very skewed.
0: yes. Yes. Um and that's just, just touching on like the tip of the iceberg. But if you follow her Twitter feed, you will see all of the above. Yep. And then some.
2: And I write for the X Men now.
0: And you write for The X Men Now, Thank which you. is pretty awesome. <laughs> um They were they were one of my first comic books in high school, so yeah. Yeah, they
2: yeah. They, they I've wanted this since I was seven years maybe old. It was, maybe so. it was
0: middle school. I'm trying to remember. When was when was Brood Wars?
2: Uh Brood Wars was in the mid eighties. Yeah, yeah. So, well that's when I was
0: in middle school. So Yeah, yeah. that's yeah.
2: you're you're about my age, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Similar X eras.
0: Yes, that's right. Um, so given all of that, uh, how do you keep yourself organized?
2: My primary productivity tool, I am I am very old school. I actually have a Franklin Covey planner. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who have started getting organized since the dawn of the internet age, <laughs> uh, the Franklin Covey planner system was one of the first marketed productivity systems that they really hard sold The whole
0: integration thing about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. to
2: corporations Mm -hmm. and to small companies and to college students. And I had a friend who was super into it, and uh, she unwittingly dropped me into (laughs) the swamp and I live there now. Um, So I have a classic Franklin Covey planner, which means that I have two pages per day. Each Mm -hmm. page is approximately half the size of a sheet of eight and a half by 11 paper. And I use that to maintain my schedule, my checklists, my notes about the day, Uh, anything that is unique to that day, like flight information gets written down there, Mm -hmm. packing lists get written down there. Uh, I also maintain a Google calendar that'll have things like the flight info on it. Mm -hmm. But one, especially if you travel internationally, you cannot always rely on having access to the internet. I know that that is heresy these days, but... I spent a month in Australia last year, and I had internet when I was in someone's house. I didn't have it on my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, if your brain is wired like mine, which it may or may not be, which Mm -hmm. is why there are no universal productivity tools, uh, I remember things better when I physically write them down than I do Mm -hmm. when I type them. Something about the act of shaping the words with my hand. I still probably won't remember my flight number, but I am way more likely to remember my airline.
0: This is important. Yeah, I travel
2: or, enough that it's mm-hmm. become a thing.
0: Oh yeah, no. Or or you'll remember writing it down and you might not know off the top of your head but you know where to look. Exactly. And that's the important exactly. thing. Yeah. Um so and you use the Google Calendar for group scheduling more than anything else. Yeah,
2: for group scheduling mm-hmm. and for things that I need other people to be able to see. Right. Uh, so, for example, I have two PAs. I have a, mm-hmm. a remote PA and a local PA. That's personal assistant, not whatever else PA could stand for in your world. <laughs> I have two Pennsylvanias. <laughs> there it's you amazing. go. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, but both
2: of them need to know the broad shape of where I am at any given time. Right. Uh, also, if I put the broad shape in the Google Calendar... Even when sometimes I'm going in and backfilling events I didn't know were mm-hmm. going to happen, it makes it easy to blog about it later, right? Because uh, I can look at it and see the shape of my week as mm-hmm. it was, and that's a thing that Google Calendar is actually a little bit better for than my Franklin Covey planner. Yep. I do have a month to month planner, but uh, that gets real cluttered real fast with oh, my yeah. weird, unique calendar shorthand.
0: And then the the added thing that Franklin Covey really only sells a year at a time. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you either fill up notebook pages with the stuff in the future. You have to have somewhere to put it.
2: I do have mm-hmm. a, an Evil Supply Company, which is mm-hmm. a a small geek owned stationery company with kind of an Adams family bent. I have a small Evil Supply Company Do and Destroy Personal Planner, uh, which is a blank bullet journal. So there's no dates on anything, right? And that's where I put. The longer range stuff, whether it's planning items for a trip that is more than a year out. Mm and thus would not fit in there, uh, or things that I know need to happen, but have not yet found exactly where they're going to slot into the calendar, or they're kind of free-floating. So when I moved to my new house, Mm -hmm. we had Ikea trip one through six. (laughs) Well, because we knew that you could only afford so much at a time, but also if you try to put together 30 Billy bookcases at once, you're going to shiv somebody, whereas if you do it five in a batch... That's reasonable, that's manageable, and that's bleeding off some of the boxes, Yes, not just adding more. So we did have IKEA trip one through six in Mm -hmm. the do and destroy, and those gradually moved into the real planner as other things got shifted out of the way.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um, So through all of that, and I'm sure we are going to touch more on this, um, what systems and habits in addition to that are uh valuable to you so i'm gonna guess that the whole franklin covey sharpen the saw sit down and plan out your week thing is very valuable
2: it is Mm -hmm. um i have uh daily word count goals which i do not actually disclose what they are uh most of the time and so i will write down Mm -hmm. you know what do you have to hit each day what are the allowances Uh, For example, today Mm -hmm. we spent driving around looking for turtles, but that was not the original plan. The original plan was to go to the Serpentarium, Mm -hmm. uh, which is now closed because of a murder and a toddler. And it's a whole thing. It's It's a whole thing. Yeah, no, no. Well,
0: yeah, go look it up.
2: Go look it up. But so because of that, I had actually worked ahead. I had added okay. some on to previous day's word count to buy myself a half day. <laughs> and so I only had to make a half day's word count today right. to be finished. Um, now, the reason I balance that way is that I have deadlines. Oh, and yeah. They don't move. Uh,
0: they,
2: don't, they don't care about me.
0: Because um, <laughs> the whole print book thing is there's such a long tail on it mm-hmm. that a small like, they bilge slop into the schedules, because I've watched this with Ursula, but if, you know, a, a long enough delay throws production schedules off yep. by, by you know, literally a little delay now could cause a book to come out a month later or two months later, or, yeah. you know... Every,
2: everything ripples mm-hmm. in traditional publishing, and yeah. it can ripple... Very aggressively.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. Um, So I do have different patterns for home and on the road. Mm -hmm. uh, But part of it is that the planner keeps me accountable and the planner is based on what I know I'm capable of under not optimal circumstances. Okay. Uh, So again, I I don't give my word counts. There are Mm -hmm. reasons for that. But my word counts are not set to this is the white hot, you never pause, you never <laughs> right. pee, get yourself a catheter, we're mm-hmm. going in, uh, that I'm capable of, because that's not sustainable. So right. I set my word counts at a sustainable rate and and say, you know, most days I'm actually going to write more than this. Most mm-hmm. days I'm going to exceed my word count. But I have to plan as if I have a headache. I have right. to plan as if I didn't sleep enough. I, I mm-hmm. have to plan as if toads exist. Yes. Uh, because mm-hmm. that's how I don't wind up slipping behind.
0: Yeah. And I, I know there are other authors who've talked about how, yes, we can do, you know, my average, like Ursula, I think her average is something like 800 words a day across the space of an entire Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but she'll have that white hot 5,000 words in a single stretch sitting and, and whatever. But
2: you can't count on it. You can't,
0: well, you can't count on it. And it's not sustainable. She will fall apart. Um, yeah. I think it was, uh, it was either Scalzi or Strauss that was talking about how, Getting towards the end of the novel, they'll start having ten thousand words day, but like they'll do a ten thousand word day, and then they're just like, "So I'm done for three days now," because that yeah. it, it just destroys them yeah. for for yeah. like a weekend.
2: Uh, Valenti, Kat Valenti mm-hmm. used to write until her wrists literally ached, and she had to ice them.
0: Yeah, and that's
2: that's not good. It's no. not good for your body. It's not good for your brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes, yes, you will have the ten thousand word day, the fifteen thousand word day. Um, you will have that day that you're like, oh my god, am I am I capable of this? Well, well, yes, but mm-hmm. someone who sees their child trapped under a car is capable of lifting a Buick. That doesn't oh, yeah. mean it's good for their back.
0: No, no, it's it's not. Um, so maintaining a, a sustainable pace, um, very valuable habit, or I guess that that falls into a habit.
2: It is, um, it is, mm-hmm.
0: and knowing your limits, very important. Um, what else?
2: Uh, well, I carry a D10 with me everywhere. A D10. A D10. Because okay. I break my word counts down into increments of a thousand. Okay. So everything is done by by multiples of a thousand. Mm-hmm. And it can be really easy to feel like you're not getting anywhere when you're looking at something that is that big of a chunk. Oh, yeah. You know, it yeah. doesn't matter how fast you are um, on the scale from Hemingway to... Valenti on a good day, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter where. A thousand words takes more than the blink of an eye. It's right. not just going to happen. And sometimes you get up, you, you pee, the cat wants to come in, the cat oh, wants yeah. to go out. You, there are interruptions. So I set the D10 on the edge of my keyboard up top mm-hmm. near the monitor where I won't hit it by mistake. And every time I write a hundred words, I change it by a number. Okay. So I start at zero. Mm-hmm. And when I've written a hundred, it goes down to nine. And when I've written 500, it's down to five. And so I can always see where I am okay. on that increment of a 1,000 words. I
0: like that one. That's uh, really great. And then
2: I just set it back to zero. Mm-hmm. You can use a D20, though I yep. find that you fumble longer to find the right number then, and it can become a fidget toy rather <laughs> Which than a tool. Which is what
0: you're trying to avoid, yeah. Also,
2: the nice thing about a D10, none of the numbers are intimidating. Mm. Even, again... You, you have a headache, you just yep. broke up with your significant other, the house is full of weasels, I, I don't care what it is, <laughs> 10 is not an intimidating number. We right. live in a base 10 world. We do. So when the number can never go above that, it doesn't matter how many times I'm going to reset that die over the course of a day. It's always proof of progress. Mm-hmm. It's proof that I'm counting down. It is a safe, <laughs> comfortable place for a number to be.
0: I suppose you could get one of the uh, one of the. Uh, you remember the old Magic: The Gathering point counters? Oh yeah,
2: you could you could totally do you that. Totally use one of whatever those. works for you. Yeah. Um, and some people don't like it because then it, for them it feels like an accusation that four is telling you you have to do another four hundred words or screw you. <laughs> uh, it's not meant to be. I also I learned uh, mm-hmm. recently that. What I always thought was I prefer to work to music was Mm -hmm. I must work to Uh, music. If I turn the music off, I can't work anymore. Mm -hmm. And we learned that because my laptop, the sound card was too powerful for the operating system somehow.
0: Oh, yeah. No. no. So
2: if I turned on iTunes, Mm -hmm. it was like I was rolling a D100 every five minutes. And Mm -hmm. as soon as I hit 92, it was going to crash the computer with no warning and no way to save or recover. Uh, yep. so I was literally plugging my old iPod classic into an <laughs> extension cord, balancing it on top of my shredder right. and listening to music through my headphones, which made me super paranoid because I couldn't hear what the cats were doing.
0: Mm, yeah. As a, as a cat owner, I understand this. paranoia. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So that is, uh, that is a habit I don't think I could break if I wanted to, and it would take six or seven months of productivity to try. Yeah. But it's also a good way to drop myself immediately into working space. If I have mm-hmm. my headphones on, uh, or if I've got the music playing, I am either working mm-hmm. or I'm going to sleep.
0: And so I I, I need noise as well. Mm-hmm. And again, um, and I've tried the white noise things, and I've, I've tried all those. It has to be music or um, just crappy. Like the, I am so productive with a crappy horror movie that I don't have to pay attention to that is just like screaming or. What I know, it's horrible. Oh but, no, no, I'm with you. Know, you. But but uh, you know that something like that or bad. Oh my, I've watched so many bad trauma sci-fi, or not watched, listened to is Listen more accurate. To, yeah. Like so that when I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm waiting for something to compile, and I can just look up and there's a big flashbang or something just to like reset my mm-hmm. brain a little bit before I go back to. No, you.
2: Yeah. Everybody's brain wants a different yeah. sort of of input. My favorite white mm-hmm. noise when I actually want to go to sleep to white noise, put my headphones in, and and not worry that there's going to be a shocking sound, is someone made a two-and-a-half-hour YouTube video loop mm-hmm. of the sound of wind in a cornfield.
0: That's not creepy at and all. And
2: occasionally some crows do some yelling. <laughs> and it's so soothing, and I'll just put it on infinite loop.
0: I can, I can actually kind of see that. I'm the guy who, of course, didn't... Realize how soothing just having chickens wandering around doing their just their little uh, clucks pluck, and pluck, yeah, pluck, just pluck. their cluck, yeah, pluck. It's, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's good, it's, good. A, it's a thing, yeah. Um, and then you said earlier we we had talked about and uh, folks, we already lost one recording, this is the second time, so I'm really sorry to put her through this <laughs> again. Um, but um, you were talking, we were talking at dinner about how you're having to rebuild habits, I,
2: I am, um. Content warning for people that are not in an emotional uh-huh. place right now to deal with animal death. Um, I I lost my 8-year-old uh, Maine Coon uh-huh. on February 13th at 11.08 a.m. Um, she was my best friend, and I know how that sounds, but she loved me very much, and I couldn't save her. And... Um, this is not meant to be pejorative. I have OCD. This is entirely aimed at myself. But uh, when it became very clear that I couldn't save her and nothing I did was going to save her, mm-hmm. I warned everyone I work with. I told my agent. I told my editors. I told the dogs. Uh, <laughs> <in> the background. <laughs> yeah. um, it might
0: be bite your face time or a cat it might move. Be. Yeah.
2: I, um, I told everyone I was going to go crazy. And they're all so used to me being the organized one and the one who follows up on things and the one who doesn't let balls fall that they didn't all listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they thought that no matter how bad it got, I would be compelled to deal and I was not compelled to do anything, but mm-hmm. go to bed and be really glad I had other cats. Um and when i came i don't i don't remember most of february it turns out that when trauma is bad enough you stop encoding memory mm-hmm. um and again this is a cat and i know someone out there is laughing at me although i hope for the most part folks that listen to mm-hmm. kevin and ursula's podcasts are kinder than that uh but my mother has mm-hmm. said that this is the loss of her grandchild because Mm -hmm. of the relationship I had with this cat, you know, she saved my life. Um, And when I surfaced, Mm -hmm. I, I was like an athlete who had just gone to bed for a month and not Mm -hmm. thought about it. Um, You know, part of why I don't give out my word counts is I tell people I am from a word perspective, an Olympic athlete in constant training, right? This is my full-time job. This is what I do. This is how Mm -hmm. I pay the power bill. And, Asking someone who has children, has other responsibilities, mm-hmm. has a job to match my word count is asking them to hurt themselves. It's not fair. It's not right. I hate that we put these numbers on things You're and right. then hand them around because mm-hmm. it makes us feel like we're in a competition when we're not. And I had just gone from from doing the equivalent of mm-hmm. 10 miles a day to nothing. And I I don't believe that writer's block exists the way that we frequently think it does. Right. But I do believe you can get out of Mm -hmm. practice, and I did, and um, I just want her back. It's not fair. I know. It's really not fair. It's really not fair. I'm sorry. It's It's really not fair.
0: It's okay. It's okay. Do you want to pause? I can pause. (laughs) No, we're okay. We're okay? Okay.
2: We're okay, Okay. but so Mm -hmm. the thing is, as I said earlier, deadlines Mm -hmm. don't move. Right. And my publishers are very understanding. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm published by Daw Books. My editor Mm there is Sheila Gilbert. I was warned before I had my first conversation with her that she would want to talk about cats as much as she wanted to talk about my books. (laughs) And that if I was not cool spending half my time talking about my editor's cats, she was not Mm -hmm. the editor for me. And I I am so fortunate in that because i said some shit to her <laughs> like i have said some shit that you should not say to your editor um she called me mm-hmm. after the chemo had failed but before alice died and i think i told her to go fuck herself which she knows i didn't mean you should yeah. do but, yeah, yeah but even with that you know there's only so far you can push it before the book gets delayed and if the mm-hmm. book gets delayed i don't get paid And if i don't get paid right. the water bill doesn't get paid mm-hmm. and Right. I still have two Maine Coons. They eat really mm-hmm. expensive food. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's fifty dollars mm-hmm. a bag, and they eat a lot of it. Um, so mm-hmm. I am currently using a rebu- a rebuilding tool mm-hmm. that I am fully cogent will be very bad for me in six months. Right. Um. I I will be able to hurt myself mm-hmm. on this tool. Um, it's a role-playing game-style word count tool called For the Words.
0: Oh, this one, yeah.
2: Uh, numeric for the words. And you basically, uh, you can either write in the app, it's a web, it's a browser-based app, mm-hmm. or you can copy and paste into it, and you use words to fight monsters and complete quests. And I so love it's, that sort of stuff. Yeah, you know it, that, right? it's, <laughs> it's gamifying writing. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a month's free trial to start with. And then, if you want to continue using the site after that, mm-hmm. uh, you have to buy the games in game currency. And I, I think it comes out to something like $40 for a year's subscription. It's actually really reasonable. That's, yeah, that's very reasonable. If at the end of a month you're mm-hmm. still using it consistently and mm-hmm. you're finding that you want to log in every day and, and do this mm-hmm. every day, um, then it's absolutely worth trying to get the money together. Um, and it, it does a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it counts streaks, which is how many days you have made the site's minimum word count. Okay. And the site's minimum word count is, I think, 550. So okay. it, is, it is a reasonable mm-hmm. amount, mm-hmm. even if you're writing part-time, if you are serious about writing at a decent clip. Right. Like, if it right. were asking for NaNoWriMo levels, where it's 2,000 words a day or you failed, that wouldn't be okay and i I have strong opinions about that yeah no i i
0: I, I know a lot of professional writers who have strong opinions about that my
2: main my main strong opinion is that everyone works at their own pace right yes i understand that finish a novel in a month is the goal here Mm -hmm. but it's the part where they actually do use the word fail right if you wrote a thousand words a day for a month if you wrote 500 words a day for a month Mm -hmm. there is no failure
0: no well and um I, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> so for
2: the words, you know, mm-hmm. I don't need something to encourage me to write faster. I, I actually, it is a problem that I write as fast as I do. I mm-hmm. write an average of two more books per year than we can reasonably publish. Mm-hmm. Self-publishing them is not an option because market saturation is something you do have to be aware of. Oh, yeah. And, and so this tool, mm-hmm. which is like, hey, write faster so you can defeat bigger monsters. <laughs> sort of, uh...
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's
2: that's bad. But right now, I'm trying to get myself back into training. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to get myself back into um, metaphorical shape. Mm -hmm. And the way that I did this training in the first place, again, going back to the to the athlete uh, Mm -hmm. metaphor, which is hugely inaccurate, if you've ever met me, I am not
0: fast. But I don't know. You were moving a pretty good clip when you realized there were turtles out there. But... Oh, I
2: wanted the turtle. Yes. Um,
0: <laughs> turtle didn't stand a chance. Turtle
2: did not stand a chance. Though the slider, holy jeez, those fuckers can move.
0: Uh, did you did you find out the, the terrible secrets that no one tells you about uh, snapping turtles?
2: That they smell really bad?
0: That they can jump and spin in the air.
2: No, no. My snapping turtle was very resigned to her fate. She my... was just like, I am being picked up by this very big thing. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to put me in its mouth. When it does, I'm going to bite its tongue. Yeah but I did not put her in my mouth because I am not that kind of stupid. Um, But uh, But, you know, when you first start Mm -hmm. any kind of Mm -hmm. thing, whether it be running marathons or writing books or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, you have that it's all brand new novelty passion and novelty Mm -hmm. passion can drive you a long, long way. I love what I do. I'm incredibly fortunate in what I do. I don't, know how i would have handled it if i had still had a day job when alice got sick because i was home with her i oh, got yeah. i
1: yeah. got
2: most of those seven months with her and i mm-hmm. am so grateful and so i love what i do i know mm-hmm. how lucky i am but there's no novelty anymore there's just this yeah. feeling that i should be able to sit down and write this many words why can't i write this many words oh god i'm broken mm-hmm. i'm a failure i'm worthless i'd better go back to bed mm-hmm. and that's not a healthy way to think no so in six months, For the Word's going to be mm-hmm. bad for me. Potentially in six months, someone who is hearing about it now and going, I'd like to try that, For the Word's going to be mm-hmm. great Absolutely. for them. Yeah. You know, this is one of their. Mm-hmm. This is one of those tools that could be amazing. Mm-hmm. And it encourages community building. You have friends. You can send them encouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Margaret and I regularly just message each other with, I hope that wig note eats your ass. <laughs> you know, whatever. Go. Die in a field. Because yes. that is the kind of friends we are. Um, it tracks your streak for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's really nice yeah. to have those external things sometimes mm-hmm. because we are a culture built on right. small rewards.
0: And, and we'll get to rewards in a, in a couple minutes, too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, but the, the, the thing about the streak is, uh, I guess, that Seinfeld, Seinfeld's Don't Break the Chain. Well, yeah. if, you, if you're if you going to do a thing, do at least a little bit every day and then mark it as done. Yep. And that way, and then you can look at your month and say, oh, I did it every day this month. And don't yeah. break the chain.
2: And so. now there is an option because we all know that, that life happens. Yeah. Um, not, I'm not getting paid to shill for this site. Uh, but there is an option called a Stempo, which is mm-hmm. another thing you can buy with real money. And they're okay. cheap, but connecting it to real money makes it feel more important. Right. Where I'm going to Disney World in September. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got three friends that I'm going with, and I am not going to make word count every day. (laughs) It is not going to happen. I am going to eat so much Dole Whip, and then I'm going to throw up on a frog.
1: There you go. It's going to
2: be amazing. Yes. And so, Stempos, Mm -hmm. you can use one Stempo to extend your streak by a day if you're not writing. But that's a conscious choice that you have Mm -hmm. spent money for. Right. Now, if you're... The kind of jerk who wants to spend the money to have a year-long streak that you've paid for every day, thank you for supporting a writing tool that is That's very right. useful <laughs> to me for its intended use. But for the rest of us, it can it mm-hmm. can keep it from becoming a panic thing. Because right. my one problem with don't break the street do with don't break mm-hmm. the chain is I have a six-month chain. Oh no. I have been invited to a destination wedding and I will be on a plane for nine hours. I yep. will not be able to write. I will now have a panic attack about whether I write my right. words or go to the wedding. Mm-hmm. So being able to say no, mm-hmm. no, I can a couple of times. Right. And for me, I will pre-write to buy that day. I, yeah. will, I will do the word count anyhow. But um, it's nice that they give you that
0: flexibility. Mm-hmm. All right. Um that's a lot to unpack man that's 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 some good stuff and the thing about i'm, I'm thinking about for the words you know i'm a big fan of um of uh habitica yeah the it, habit, is, it habit is a RPG. lot like yeah. habitica
2: um without doing the dishes
0: that's fair okay without doing the dishes <laughs> um so through all of that um what is the best advice or feedback you've been given
2: the actual best advice I've been given came from Todd McCaffrey and McCaffrey's son, who told mm-hmm. me not to quit my day job until I could live off my royalties. Okay. Uh, which actually is is a thing that is not as much about productivity as it about is about writing. Which is mm-hmm. find someone that will talk to you about the finances.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. Because no yeah.
2: one wants to talk about money, mm-hmm. um, for whichever reasons, mm-hmm. and that bites a lot of people in the mm-hmm. ass. Uh, productivity wise the best advice I have been given uh, is slow the hell down. Okay. It can be really tempting to schedule every minute to go. Mm -hmm. I am capable of ringing one more hour out of this day. If I cut into my sleep or I don't deserve a vacation, or Mm -hmm. if I'm not writing every day at Disney world, I have somehow failed now, I'm not saying slack off all the time, Seanan gave me permission, um, but it is a thing of if you work yourself into a collapse, you mm-hmm. will lose more time oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. than if you actually give yourself the freedom mm-hmm. to stop. Um, so, you know, I, I count out my work. Mm-hmm. Uh, the average Shannon McGuire novel is 110,000 words. The average Mira Grant novel is 160,000 words. I figure out how many words per day, right. and then I start on whatever the day I'm going to start that book is. So let's pretend January 1st and start counting the working mm-hmm. days so that I can estimate the optimal,
1: mm. okay,
2: if I start January 1st, I'm going to finish on this other day that is in my calendar. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. That's good. What is the minimum word count per day I have to accomplish to finish that book on time? Right. Okay, write that down. And make sure it's an even number, even if it's going to move me forward a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then by going, okay, January 1st, I'm going to write X words. January mm-hmm. 2nd, I'm going to write X words. I now don't have to remember what that right. estimated word count is, because it's going to be the same through mm-hmm. to the end of this book. Uh, write them all out, mm-hmm. and then just get going. And start checking them off on the on future days, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Make
2: sure that I've hit my minimums, I can now take time off.
0: Hey, I've, I've, I've pre-written for the next... The, the next week's worth, great. I can work relax. on a, yeah, yeah, I can
2: work on a different project. Again, if you're trying to stay mm-hmm. in shape, if you're trying to do the Olympic training thing, right. you want to be working anyway. You yeah. want to be writing mm-hmm. anyway. But if I've pre-written a week's words, mm-hmm. great. I'm not working while I'm at Disney World. Yes. You know, great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a day off and run around looking for turtles with my friend Ursula, which is... Enrichment in a way that will make me more productive later. You have mm-hmm. to take time to let your brain do stuff. Um, I put Overwatch breaks in oh, my yeah. in my day, and they're actually written down. Like I finish, oh, uh, yeah, because I need the reset. It is a mm-hmm. different series of thoughts, and it will enable me to work better when I come back.
0: Yeah, I I I use actually I I use my chickens as as sort of that. I'll go outside for lunch. Mm-hmm. I'll sit with my chickens. I'll eat my lunch. Sometimes I'll share with the chickens because they don't give me much of a choice. Yeah. Um, especially if it's bread. Uh, they love bread. Oh, oh God, yeah. do they love bread. Um, like, I think the chicken threatened to cut me if I didn't give it some crumbs. Um, Have
2: you tried them on blueberries yet? No. They will end you.
0: I'm sure they will, uh, th- which is why the blueberries are in the back and the fenced-in area away from the free-range chickens in the front. That's a good plan. Um, but uh, uh, just just that do something that doesn't require your work brain. Yeah, exactly. You know, I I can sit there and I can just chill with the chickens and my work brain might still be doing something in the background, but it's not the primary thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That is a productivity Mm -hmm. tool. Watch law and order. If that's what helps you play a round of overwatch, Mm -hmm. uh, reading is still actually working. If you are a writer of fiction, because even as you are going, I enjoy this story, I'm wrapped up in the story, I am loving this story. Part of you is going, this author has used the word nomenclature 17 times and maybe that's bad.
0: The, the Ursula's trick to that is when she's working on novels mm-hmm. or she's, she's working on the writing part of stories, she either reads something very, very formulaic, like, um, I believe, objectified Scotsman uh-huh. uh, period romances um, or nonfiction. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah,
2: my, I'll, I'll read fanfic, um, though. Fanfic is why I don't have a Kindle. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I have trained my head mm-hmm. to think of fanfic and professional fic. As different things in the sense that if I am reading a professionally published novel, someone was paid for this, Mm -hmm. someone was paid to edit this, I have paid money for this, I am allowed to expect a certain level of polish. Yes. If I am reading fanfic, I am going to the literary fair and looking at all of the projects that have been entered in the big community barn. And some of them are wonderful. Some of my favorite stories are fanfic. I still Mm -hmm. write fanfic. Uh, I love the hell out of fanfic, but I don't judge it the way I judge professional Mm -hmm. fic. And that's, that's right. You shouldn't judge a hobbyist by professional standards Mm -hmm. and you should expect a professional to, I don't know, spell. (laughs) Yes. But at this point, mm-hmm. my brain looks at anything you present to me on a screen mm-hmm. and goes, "Oh, that's fanfic."
1: Oh. And So
2: suddenly, like, okay, great, it's really professional, polished, cool fanfic. But everyone is still wearing clothes.
0: <laughs> or yeah. What?
2: Where's Harry? Mm-hmm. Where's Hermione? Why is no one fucking?
0: <laughs> See, and now depending on your fandoms and uh, and your your preferences, uh, please insert. Um, I. All right, let's just be honest here. I know that one of the biggest slash targets right now, just go ahead and say Steve and Bucky and be done with it. Yeah, no. where's
2: Steve? Where's Bucky? Mm. Why aren't they arguing about gross Michael bananas and fucking?
0: (laughs) So this is the new question. Okay. You're loving the fact that I have this fake skull on my desk. I do. You're, you're constantly, you've got, do you need to take it with you to the, to I, the con might, this weekend? I I okay. might.
2: I have stolen uh, Kevin's skull. But not I have the one more. From inside. I know. There are so <laughs> many skulls in this oh, yeah. room. I'm really glad that I'm doing this at your house and not remotely. Mm-hmm. I'm also glad because it means I found Ursula salamanders. So now she yes. loves me best. Well. It won't last long, but right now right she loves now, me best.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I realized that. I realized that. Um so this is the new question. This wasn't part of the original six when I started doing this. yep um, So how do you decide where to start in a day? And this is something a lot of people have have asked. They're like, but you know, you have these things. You have these things you're doing. How do you how do you know where to what to start with?
2: So uh, again, I am a full time author, and mm-hmm. that means that I don't have to worry about starting by getting home from work all of that i start when i get out of bed Mm -hmm. Uh, my hands don't wake up at the same pace as my brain and they never Mm -hmm. have for which i'm really grateful because i i know people who like arthritis has kicked in i've got a Mm -hmm. couple years yet on that um so i wake up i usually get up around seven Mm -hmm. because i am that dreaded beast the morning person and believe me i hate it more than you do it's it's not fair I did not. I'm a filker. Yeah, we are a fanish community that comes alive after midnight. Oh yeah. Um, so I get up around seven. My hands get up around eight, mm-hmm. and what that means is I spend the first hour guilt free just being on the internet. So I spend the first <laughs> hour, you know, I read my web comics, yep. I check my email, I check Twitter. Um, if I if something surprises me enough, the adrenaline can sometimes get me to where I can type. Mm -hmm. at a reasonable pace, uh, without that finishing that, that loop. Uh, for example, I won the Alex award, uh, in 2017 and then again in 2018, which made me the first person ever to do it two years in a row. And in 2017, I didn't even know I'd been nominated. And so I woke up and my, everything was congratulations. And that was very, very startling. And, and so my hands, uh, woke up instantly. Mm-hmm. I have not been as exuberant about the Alex in 2018 because mm-hmm. I won the Alex award in 2018 on February
0: 12th. I oh, guess. those of you
2: who have been paying attention. Yeah. yeah. February 13th. Um, I'm I Valentine's day is ruined now. Yeah. Like, my girlfriend is really glad that I accidentally ruined Valentine's Day a couple years ago because mm. she knows she's never It's done now. It's done yeah, now. It's done. Yeah, a couple years ago I decided to take her to a Broadway show for Valentine's Day so that we could see Alan coming. Mm. Uh, because he was the MC in Cabaret. Oh
0: yeah.
2: And neither of us had ever seen Cabaret, and oh. neither of us knew the plot of Cabaret. Oh. And we decided that it was so rare and unique that we were surprised by a musical that we would not seek out spoilers. Oh it turns out that surprise Nazis are not a great Valentine's oh, Day gift. Um, oh, yay. Oh, yeah. No. You know, but so something like mm-hmm. that will wake me up. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I get that first hour and I don't mm-hmm. have to feel bad about right. wasting time, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, could, well, because some people, some pe- it's, it's drilled into us, right? Right. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I had a day job for years. And if I showed up, clocked in, and then spent an hour just reading web comics, I'd be talking to my manager. Mm-hmm. Well, writing is a job. So I get up at 7 and I go to work. I sit down at the computer that I do my job on. Right. Why am I spending my first hour fucking around? Because my hands don't work yet. (laughs) I hunt and pack at 120 words a minute. I really kind of need my hands to be on board with that plan. Once I hit the start of my actual work day, once Mm -hmm. my hands are responding, uh, I will go into every day I have a novel length project and Mm -hmm. a short fiction project that I'm working on. Okay. So... About 8 a.m., I start on the novel project. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, it's already written down from the day before. If I can't remember, I look it up. Yep. Um, bang through that. Mm-hmm. Usually that takes me to lunchtime, break mm-hmm. for lunch, possibly break for Overwatch, come yep. back, check email to see if anything really urgent has come mm-hmm. in during that time period.
0: Right, right. Once
2: I've cleared up anything that must be answered right this second. hmm. Move on to short fiction project. Gotcha. Finish short fiction project. Deal with Patreon rewards, which is oh, optional, because yeah. um, not everyone has a Patreon. But right. if you do, it's a good thing to build that time into your working day. And then I either answer five e- five plus emails or three plus Tumblr asks, depending on where we are in mm-hmm. the weekday, because my Tumblr inbox is on, um, and people do expect responses to those. Oh, yeah. Um, sometimes the response is you really need to email me. I'm not hard to get a hold of. Please send me an email. Um, it is important to start with the novel length project for me. Because a novel, in its very nature, will take longer at every stage. It will right. take longer to write. It will take longer for your beta readers to review. It will take longer to edit. And it will take longer for your editor to deal with. Yes. Short fiction, if something is a rush job, you know, mm-hmm. someone has said, we have to fill a hole in this anthology, and I am willing to do the, okay, I'm going to write more mm-hmm. than I normally mm-hmm. would. I'm willing to push myself because you are cool enough to get a speedrun story from me. I can potentially write a short story in three days. I can get it edited in the same time. So you can have a turn time of a week. I better love you a lot for me to do that, but it's possible. And that means that those are a little more flexible. You don't Mm -hmm. need to have that fresh, bright morning rush. Uh, I also believe in micro breaks. You know, Mm -hmm. don't, don't let them become such a big part of your day that you need to start restricting yourself. Mm-hmm. But I will check my email throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I will check in on Twitter throughout the day. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I will refresh Tumblr throughout yeah. the day. And that's because, again, sometimes it's idleness where your brain does its mm-hmm. best work. Oh, yeah. If I find that I can't push forward, again, mm-hmm. I-, I don't believe in writer's block the way mm-hmm. that it is frequently presented. Um, I think that writer's block is most often either I don't want to write this scene. hmm Or I cannot figure out how to get from point A to point B. And both of those things can be resolved by taking 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. not beating yourself up about it. Right. Just being like, you know what, I'm going to go read io9 for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And when I come back, I'm going to know how to deal with this.
0: And Ursula's is, reading some of Ursula's raw manuscripts is very frustrating. Mm -hmm. Because she doesn't necessarily do stories in linear pieces. Uh-huh. She'll do you know here's the intro chunk and then there's a, just like three sentence of stuff happens and then it's a fight scene that is happening four chapters later and then you know i i've there are novels that I have seen go from you know five paragraphs with little with just little blurbs and then a dot 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 ending here that have taken, you know, another five or six years for her to finish. Mm-hmm. But when when she gets to that point, she'll just, she'll go work on something else. So she'll fill in some of those blanks or she'll go back to a part earlier where like, okay, so I can't quite figure out that scene. Let's go figure out how they got from A to C, what that B piece is, because we we left B for later um, and we'll worry about, um, you know, the X to Y piece that she had hoped to write that day later, because it's being, it needs a little more, of the backstory, yeah, it's a little bit more baking, yeah. or she'll just say, "All right, that's fine. I'll put that one off to the side," and she'll knock out something like Puckerson, mm-hmm. which you know uh, is just like, "Okay, yeah, I'm gonna work on this other little story I've got," or right. something like that. So, I mean, that's how Summer and Orcas got done. That's how Twisted One started. Um,
2: yeah, I wrote a hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. word book in six weeks because I was mad at my agent.
0: Um, I think she wrote uh, Nurk in three weeks because she didn't want to disappoint her agent yeah yeah um
2: external stimuli they're mm-hmm. very powerful oh yeah but you know again that's lifting a buick oh, do yeah. not beat yourself up if you can't pick up a buick i usually can't pick up a buick either but i did face down a semi today to stop it from running over a you snapper did
0: but you weren't you. You were facing it down. You were flagging it down. You were not like you were not pulling a Jessica Jones in front of it. So no, but mm-hmm. I
2: did run into traffic and spread my arms like I thought that I was going to summon the birds, uh, and the car slowed down. So clearly, <laughs> I can talk to birds.
0: There you go. Um. All right. Fun question.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Fun question. How do you celebrate your successes if you celebrate at all?
2: Disney World.
0: Disney World. <laughs> um. I love Disney
2: World. It's cheaper than therapy. Mm-hmm. Um. It is, it is. I, I, would, I mean, I also do therapy, but...
0: I, I was going to say, uh, food and wine, I, I can only do oh, that, like, every five or God. six years, because otherwise, I will spend so much money. Yeah, see, yeah.
2: I janked I up my left foot oh, real, real bad. yeah. So, when I do something the size of Disney World, we actually rent me a little red racing scooter, um, because... <laughs> So on the one hand, people look at you and think you're lazy. Mm -hmm. You're not performing disability to the standards of the temporarily able-bodied. Right. And I don't like it when I can see people looking at me and making judgments. And sometimes they say them. But I like it even less Mm -hmm. when I make my friends push my manual scooter my manual wheelchair because I don't use a manual wheelchair full time at home. Right. And so I don't have the upper body strength to do all of Disney world. Mm -hmm. Uh, So really at at the end of the day, it's like, I would rather pay for my scooter and tell you that you need to get out of my way or I'm going to run over your toes than have everyone inconvenienced. I have never intentionally run over anyone's toes, Mm -hmm. but I did have someone stick their foot under my scooter wheel on purpose.
0: Well, they deserved what they got.
2: They kind of did. But Disney is, is a big one. Oh yeah. Uh, I grew up super poor and food insecure, so I have to work hard not to reward with food.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: which is an interesting phenomenon. Food is not bad, food has no moral value. Right. Food is important. Mm-hmm. If you grow up poor in America, there is this attitude that poor people don't deserve nice things. And if you are a poor person and you are seen to have a nice thing, you have stolen it, Mm -hmm. or you don't deserve it, or you should have sold it so that you would be less poor. Uh, Mm
1: -hmm. Never mind that
2: most things have a resale value of less than half. Oh, yeah. Um, And so part of me still has trouble with the idea of buying a nice thing whether it be large or small for myself, because part of me is like, no, if you buy that, everyone will know that you're not as poor as you've always said you were. And then they will take it away Mm -hmm. and then they will hate you. So you should get food because Mm -hmm. food is here to go. You could buy super expensive food as a reward and no one will know because you've eaten it with your face (laughs) and they can't take it away from you. And that's where I work on not rewarding with food is I, I don't. I can own stuff now.
0: Yes. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Usually my reward for finishing something big. I don't Mm -hmm. reward myself for making word count every day. That reward is you get to go watch Law & Order and not worry about doing word count before bed. Uh, But when I finish a book Mm -hmm. or sell a story or something like that, uh, I will frequently buy myself a My Little Pony. Okay. I have over 900 Yes. My Little Ponies.
0: You're 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 at the point now where where you're like a a um a bird watcher who's seen all but the super super rares, and yeah. so now yeah, we're at the point mm-hmm. where
2: I only get a pony for every several
0: mm-hmm.
2: rewards because so
0: hard to find and very expensive. Yeah, yeah.
2: eBay has taken out some of the hard to find, mm-hmm. not all of it. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I've recently started collecting Argentinian Windy Wing ponies, which are a A regional variation on a a line of ponies that was only released for a single year.
0: Oh, dear God.
2: No one knows why they are so dramatically different, but they are completely different ponies. Uh, And they are hard to find in good condition, in addition to be expensive. Um, But yeah, mostly we've just hit the point where it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, that's spendy. Mm -hmm. I also do art commissions. I will pay Mm -hmm. artists to draw things for me that Uh, make me happy. So
0: you're you're taking your art and you're enabling you've become you're, you're I'm it's a, actually i'm a patron of the arts yes it's um, I, this is this is what is meant this is actual trickle down yeah not yeah yeah no
2: though i am i am unlikely to go you know hey artist mm-hmm. will you just draw toby for me mm-hmm. uh straight i am much more likely to go hey artist will you draw all the lead female characters of encrypted as if they were sailor scouts um <laughs> uh, which is on my wall yeah um Uh, Although, speaking of Sailor Scouts, my most recent commission was I commissioned a friend of mine who does a Magical Girl comic called Shattered Starlight to draw the characters in the Sailor Moon RPG I am running. Um, It's it's called Sailor Moon... Olympus Memories and it is entirely Greek god themed Sailor Scouts. Oh, and so nice. she had to draw five Greek god themed Scout, <laughs> Sailor Scouts from really patchy descriptions and it is the <laughs> most delightful thing and my players were so happy. Oh, I bet. So I gave an artist money and I made my players really happy and everybody wins. Yeah. Um and then if I if I get really sad uh, again grew up mm-hmm. super poor right. if I get really sad or I need a reward because mm. I'm just having that retail therapy, like, oh, yeah. ah. You, you, need that you, you need, need that, that dopamine yeah. hit. You um, need that dopamine hit. I will buy underwear. Okay. Because I wore hand-me-down underwear for most of my teens, and yeah. I am never again wearing someone else's knickers. Damn right. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's a really
0: good way to reward myself. I mean, you know, unless it's that kind of relationship. But warned you guys, PG-13. Um, all right. Now the hard question. Um, you already
2: asked me about my dead cat. You knew going in that you were asking well, this about is, my dead
0: cat. I, I knew, yeah, I know. Um, but um, so I'm a big fan of Howard Taylor. We mm-hmm. love Howard. Um, yeah,
2: Howard's a great guy.
0: You're kind of preempting him this week, but you're you're here Howard. And I'm, I
2: found salamanders. I'm
0: sure. I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, but um, so, are you familiar with his Maxim 70? No. Um, the, of the 70 maxims of maximally effective mercenaries, the, the fictional book that, you know, the, mm. the, from Schlock, um, maxim 70 is failure is not an option. It's mandatory. Yes. What matters is what you do, uh, what you do after. Okay. Or if, if is making, is making sure failure is not the last thing you do. I always misquoted it a little bit, but you get the idea. Um, and I've sort of adopted that as a personal motto mm-hmm. now, um, So when you have a failure or a miss or something like that, how do you deal with it?
2: Well, failure is such a a wide word there because Mm -hmm. it can refer to things that are in your control, things that are out of your control. It can refer to things you did or things Mm -hmm. someone did to you. And and all Mm -hmm. of those are very different responses for Mm -hmm. me. Um, If it is a failure that should have been within my control. Mm-hmm. You know, I I wrote something that didn't come out the way that I wanted it to mm-hmm. or I blew a meeting or I I dropped a ball. Mm-hmm. You know, which again, I'm the hyper-organized one, so ball dropping is relatively rare right. for me without extenuating circumstances, uh, but that does mean I take it very hard when it mm-hmm. happens cuz it's 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 alien. Right. Um I am. I am allowed one hysterical phone call. <laughs> I will either call my stupid brother in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. or I will call one of my one of my best friends, um, and just tell them everything is terrible, the world is awful, and I need you to commiserate with me. And then I will wail and scream right. in privacy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like emotional responses are normal and natural. Oh yeah, you can have any emotional response you want. Mm-hmm. I don't even mind if your emotional response is I'm going to go lock myself in the closet and scream for 10 minutes solid, though I don't necessarily recommend that because it is painful. Um, But then after that, you need to pick yourself up and and deal. Um, The most recent failure I have actually takes us back to Alice, who I couldn't save. Um, I had a convention I had to attend The weekend I was waiting to hear from the vet whether the biopsy had come back positive. Right. So I went to the con and I warned every moderator I had Mm -hmm. and I warned my handler, I am waiting for a phone call. If my phone rings during a panel, I will take the call and leave the room. I am very sorry. It's a family emergency. I set myself up as much as possible to... Not deflect blame because you're mm-hmm. still an asshole if you take a call during a panel. I don't, I, it doesn't matter right. why. There are people in the room who will never have the context and they will right. always look at you and see asshole. Um, but I wanted to make sure that that context was there as much as mm-hmm. possible. Uh, when I did get the call, I was fortunate that I was in my hotel room, mm-hmm. but I was only in my hotel room on a half hour break. Oof security got called because I had started screaming and I couldn't stop. Mm. Um, It turns out there are noises that you can make that are involuntary, but not in a good way.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, I, I didn't think those were real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When my grandmother died, I was very sad, but I did not scream until my throat bled. Uh, My handler heard Mm -hmm. the call that security had been summoned and came up to my hotel room before, Mm -hmm. They could get there. And, and I also learned that day that you can cry off waterproof eyeliner. You can cry. Oh. So I was wearing Urban Decay, for any of you who understand makeup brands. Yeah, I, no, I've, I've heard I, yeah. good
0: things about that one. I don't wear makeup, was, but I've heard good things wearing, about that one, yeah.
2: Uh, Urban Decay eyeshadow primer,
0: concealer,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> two shades of eyeshadow, waterproof eyeliner, and waterproof mascara, and I cried my face clean. Um. And my handler came in to find Mm -hmm. out, you know, one, what's going on, and two, why are you screaming? That is super unprofessional. Um, I apologize to him. I Mm -hmm. put my makeup back on. We got in the elevator on the ninth floor, and I was still crying. Mm -hmm. And when we reached the bottom floor and stepped out of the elevator, there was someone waiting for an autograph, and you sign the autograph, and you smile, and you move on. Yep. And that is sort of where i live now in mm-hmm. that the elevator you have the elevator you have your mm-hmm. scream you have your phone call yep you have your stomp stomp and your rage rage um and then you get in the elevator and when you hit the ground floor you had better be ready to go mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what the failure was i failed to find toads in this garden for two days running that's a yeah. failure i wanted right. one You know, um, I have failed to get on Disney rides I wanted. Mm -hmm. I have failed to win eBay auctions. Right. And I have failed to sell books. I failed to get the X-Men for years. I Mm -hmm. have been trying to convince Marvel to hire me. (laughs) um, Like, actively, my Mm -hmm. agent has been calling. I have been contacting people I know who work for the company. Mm -hmm. I have been getting letters of recommendation. I've been actively trying to get hired by Marvel for eight years now. Oh, yeah. And... When they didn't hire me, I didn't go on Twitter and yell about how they were stupid. That's how you don't get a job. That's right. I didn't write blog posts about how Marvel was setting fire to great talent. Because they weren't. I just wasn't where they were yet. Right. Um, And that actually, I think, think ties Mm -hmm. into this a little bit. But I'm on a Discord channel Mm
0: -hmm.
2: that's very fan-ish. Right. That has a comic books channel. And when I got announced to be on the X-Men, several people asked me, you know, how do you do that? What's it you, how do you get them to hire you? Mm -hmm. And I had to go, okay, you say you want to write for the Mm X-Men, but if I go to your Tumblr, which is connected to your real name, it is full of you calling Marvel stupid. Yep. It is full of you saying that anyone who writes characters not exactly the way you would is wrong. It is one thing to call a company out when they actually make a mistake. Although even there, I would consider whether your voice is necessary at this moment, if your Mm -hmm. overall goal is to work for that company and improve what you view as the value of their IP. Um, When Marvel does something racist, which they will do because they're a large company and every large company at some point has a tone deaf note. Oh, yeah. When Marvel does something racist, I'll say that was racist, and I'm Mm. not going to worry about getting fired because they know. Right. But I'm also not going to go on and talk about how...
0: Uh, how they're getting all their, their feels and these, these politics into my, into my Captain America. And when was Captain America about politics? And when was, yeah. when was X-Men about politics? X-Men should be just, just a, a big story. How, what do you mean it's about, it was never about discrimination. Bullshit. It was never it's about, discrim- it's about, about discrimination. Yeah. It's always been about discrimination. Mm. It's always been about politics. Yeah.
2: But that is part of it mm-hmm. is sometimes, The failure is in not recognizing that you are part of an ecosystem Mm -hmm. and sometimes the success is in going, yes, it would be nice to share my opinion. Yes, it would be nice to feel like I had gotten off the snappy Mm one-liner. But if I do that, I am setting myself up to fail in the future.
0: Yes. Yeah, because again, back to the the little ripple now Mm -hmm. causes big ripples later. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's everything. Yay! That's all seven questions. All right. Um, where can people find out more about you so that I can put in linkies? Well, mm-hmm. um,
2: so my name is Seanan, which Shana. is spelled S E A N A N mcguire m-c-g-u-i-r-e and if you can spell that you can find me everywhere because i'm pretty sure that the rest of the and mcguires in the world are all my cousins and most of them <laughs> are not on the internets yes so www. takes you to my website uh, i do all of the maintenance myself which is why parts of it are very out of date uh, but the important parts are always very in date mm-hmm. uh, is in my appearances and my bibliography Uh, I spend the most time on Twitter of all of the social media channels. Um,
0: There there are still those of us who are, it might be a flaming dumpster fire of a cesspool at times, but early adopters and it is my primary ecosystem. It's
2: it's where I've been for a very Mm -hmm. long time. Um, Anything I say on Twitter Mm-hmm. may be worded for humorous effect, but it is true! And that includes the stupid animal rescue stories, because I have the common sense of a road turtle. Um, mm. You can also find me on Tumblr oh, at yeah. shawnamcguire.tumblr.com, but as a warning, that is not a super pants professional space for me! <laughs> that is mostly, Shanon would like you to look at pretty pictures of snakes, frogs, toads, Disney princesses, and the occasional mood board. Um, and, and that's important because... As I mentioned earlier, my Tumblr ask box is open, but mm-hmm. if you email me, that if you, if you ask box me there going, please explain to me why you did this thing in book four of series two, uh, I, my response is going to be, spoilers! Whereas if you sent me that email through my website, which has an open contact form, it's super easy to find. It's like the easiest thing to find. I don't understand why more people don't find it, rather than trying to find exciting <laughs> workarounds. Um, if you email me there, then I will respond to you in private. My PA does filter out the emails that uh, Google could have answered for you because it is actually kind of rude of me to respond. Let me Google that for you. But it's cool for her. So things like, what date does this book come out? Hey, did you know that your name is funny? Hey, did you know that you're funny looking? Or hey, is this going to be available for ebook in my region? Um, all of that will be handled by Michelle, who is very, very good at not stabbing people. Whereas I am yes. not always good at not stabbing people. I attend a lot of conventions. You do. All of my appearances are listed on the front page of my website. Mm -hmm. Um, Please do not get mad at me when you swing by Twitter and see that I am, say, in North Carolina and somehow you didn't know when the North Carolina appearance has literally been listed on my website for six months, which is longer (laughs) than I can pay attention to virtually anything that is not a toad.
0: Again, that's why it's in your calendar.
2: That is why it's in my calendar, so (laughs) I don't have to remember to tell you about it. There we go. Um, I will be at Con Carolina Mm -hmm. This coming weekend Which is probably over By the time you're listening to this So hey
0: We I I have I usually have very tight Production schedules This this should be live By about 1pm Eastern tomorrow
2: Yes but that's the assumption That all of these people Are ready to reward themselves With a delightful podcast And not just keep on writing That's fair uh if you would like me to come to a convention bookstore or library near you the best way to make that happen is to find someone that will pay for it because i am a working author and i have no money but i do have a lot of salamanders so that's on my side
0: well and are they our salamanders
2: uh technically they are your and Ursula's salamanders, okay. yes.
0: But they're for, for the for the time being well, since I have you found salamanders them. actually. Okay. I have
2: three axolotls at home and they, they look at me with their little derpy eyes yes. and they smile their little smiles and they are wonderful. But yes, I did find them mm-hmm. and if I had not been kind enough to point them out to Ursula I could have embezzled them all. Yes. Uh, so Which would
0: have been interesting with illicit uh, salamanders at the con. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It would also have been interesting mm. getting
1: home.
0: Yes, although Ursula being a traveler uh, with live plants often, um, I guess... If you can spin a good enough story or explain it well enough to the TSA, they'll—they'll. They'll, I, I guess you'd have to fit them in a three-ounce bottle, though. I would. That's the that would be very bad for them. very bad for
2: them. See, I'm easy to find because mm-hmm. I have a super unique name. Mm-hmm. I don't shut up very often. If you don't like snake pictures, don't go anywhere near my Tumblr. It will Oop. make you super uncomfortable. <laughs> if you don't like cats, don't go anywhere near my Twitter. It will make you super uncomfortable. But if you buy my books, you'll feed those cats, and then they are less likely to burrow into my still-living flesh while I'm trying to use it.
0: There you go. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, for those of you at home, we will be right back. and we are back. I want to thank Shannon for appearing on the show this week and for putting up with the technical issues we've had as I get some of the kinks worked out of the new sta- studio space. Ernie's ready to go outside, so I'm going to try to get through this really quick. Our badge code this week is Miss Toad M-I-S-S-T-O-A-D. That will get you the episode 49 49- open badge. We issue open badges following the Mozilla open badge standard, and it'll be a nifty image with metadata embedded that says how you earned it and where you got it from, as well as a couple other uh, interesting tidbits. It's used by museums and schools and education organizations, and I just thought it was a cool thing to do, so we're doing it. You can enter the badge code on the bottom of most of the pages at productivityalchemy.com you can continue to support this podcast by sharing it, by liking it, like by telling your friends, by sending me an email message saying, I really enjoyed it this week. We have a contact form on the website. You can find me on Twitter at K-S-O-N-N-E-Y. Um, you can buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com, coffee.com slash K-S-O-N-N-E-Y. And if you're feeling like supporting not just this but all the other podcasts we do you can support ursula's patreon the red wombat studio patreon at patreon.com slash ursula v i'm gonna go let the dogs out and uh, try to get this episode finished before 2 a.m i think i'm edging up on at this point so I'm really glad you guys have listened for 49 episodes. I'm looking forward to the big 5-0 next week. And until that time, folks, stay productive.